We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Happy, happy Friday. Come on, weekend 734 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes! How young is too young uh, to have a sex change wow. operation or whatever? How about, how about you not be young? How about you be, you know, all grown up before you make a decision like that? Really? Like, wait until your brain is completely wired, like around the age, maybe 25? I think the Florida Department of uh, Health or Education there just told us that. Huh. 25, yeah. So, yeah, don't use drugs or alcohol because it mm-hmm. could affect your ability to think properly later in life. Right. So keep that brain pristine until 25. It, and that would be good before making any major life-changing mm-hmm. kind of, uh, um, uh, you know, answering some of those questions. Well, here's two groups that think, are you ready for this? Yeah. Here's the age they put on it. Okay. They didn't put an age on it because they literally said children are never too young to undergo sex change. And it's the ACLU, which you, yeah, could be a okay. But also the teachers union, the National Education Association. Wow. And think about the power they have, right, in terms of, well... We think uh, promoting this philosophy of sex change at any age is such a wonderful idea. So these two groups, and actually multiple other left-wing organizations, claim that students are never too young to attempt to change their sex, and that age and maturity, Uh you you ready for this? Age and maturity should never be a basis for denying a transition even while noting that young minds are flexible. That's so they crazy. Like they want to make the young people flexible, you know, as in fluid. Uh-huh. Hey, try anything, man. The fly your freak flag. You're just figuring out who you are. Uh, here, here's some adults to help guide you. Wow. Uh, could it be any clearer? I mean, that's frightening. Flexible, yeah. Uh, yeah, they have flexible minds. In other words... They even admit that children change their minds. Mm-hmm. So is it a thing where you go, well, well, try it for a while. Here, take these hormones. I mean, obviously, if you have anything that's surgical in nature, that that's a whole nother level. But even hormones, dosing a child with heavy doses of hormones at that age? And they're talking, I mean, they're not even afraid, like, oh, puberty? Yeah, I mean, you can even put that off. It just It's frightening. The shocking claim is in a document titled Schools in Transition, a Guide for Supporting Transgender Students in K-12, through which was authored by contributions from the ACLU, the NEA, the Human Rights Campaign, Gender Spectrum, uh, and the National Center for Lesbian Rights. In a section titled Age and Grade Level, the document argues that a student's age and maturity 
or that of their peers should never be a basis for denying a transgender student an opportunity to transition. I, I, how far do you have to go with this? Man. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and connect with Dr. John. What's going on? Good morning, guys. Always good to talk to you. Well, what's going on is, is obviously more insanity in the world and, and people forgetting the natural law. And I've said this before, you know, these boys and girls in the womb have already been getting differentiation of their of their sexual organs. I mean, there's already measurable levels of testosterone in male fetuses, male babies in the womb, and there's measurable levels of estrogen and the progesterone and female hormones in the, in the babies. The little girls, little boys are... You never really stop being the girl or the boy that you were conceived as, that the good Lord made you. Now, what we're all seeing, if you have kids in middle school, you're, you, know, you know and you're hearing that it's cool to be trans right now, just like it used to be when they say it's cool to be gay. This whole thing, we all know what you say about the left, is part of the population control agenda. Once you destroy those organs of fertility, you don't have any, there's no going back, my friend. You know, you, you, you can't give men pump them up with estrogens, and then turn them back into reproductively capable men. And the same thing with women. So this is part of the agenda, part of the plan to wipe out fertility in our children. It's, it's been going on for decades. It's not going to stop until someone really gets to the root cause, which is eugenics and the big guys who are pulling the strings at Planned Parenthood and other organizations. Do- Dr. John, let me ask you a question. I'll put you on the spot here, but you, give me a ballpark figure. Okay, so there are a percentage of children that are born that it is difficult to determine sex, whether you measure a little testosterone, estrogen, or you actually look at genitalia. That does happen. But what do you surmise as a doctor? Uh, uh, what, what is that number approximately? What's the percentage of children that are born where you, where you literally say this child could go either way? I'll tell you what, guys. I've been in practice for 33 years. Uh, I have never seen one case of ambiguous genitalia in one patient, not even just myself, but in any of my colleagues in any practice environment. It is far less than one half of one half of one percent um, that are ambiguous or undifferentiated genitals in children. And even in those cases, you know, you might have a boy that has undescended testes or you, know, you might have a girl that's obviously there's Turner syndrome and Klinefelter's and other genetic conditions where they're it's not completely expressed whether they're a male or a female, all right, it's incomplete expression. But um, the, in those cases, we have ways to kind of say where that child is destined to go naturally according to the way God created the child, not interrupting the natural course of events with regards to the production of testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone. Guys, we've been messing with male and female hormones, you know, ever since the birth control industry hit the market in the 1950s. It's time to stop. It's time to let guys be guys and gals be gals and, 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 and be, be fruitful and multiply, which was the first commandment in the Bible, by the way. You know, it's kind of interesting how the world is topsy-turvy and the reproductive rates in, in society, the population, we're below replacement levels in the Western world right now. We are running out of people to take care of grandpa and grandma. I see it every day. Wow. That, it, yeah. I mean, you, you, you lay it all out for us, uh, uh, Dr. John, but we appreciate that. Uh, and is, uh, uh, you've been our COVID expert. Uh, how long are we still hey. going to hear about COVID? I'm so happy you brought that up. I hate to bring it up, but right now I'm getting these reports from the hospital saying, hey, we got so many COVID people that are in isolation again. What a disaster for humanity. Once again, 
We're taking people who aren't even symptomatic. There's no more serious COVID pneumonia out there. We are seeing people on ventilators and BiPAP, but they're being tested as they walk in the door, put in isolation. And, and I got to beg the people out there, do not test. This was a ploy by the federal government to get people to be persistently fearful and paranoid about COVID. There, this variant that's out there is even weaker than Omicron. It's a common cold. I tell people, go back to before COVID, B.C., all right? Before COVID, if you had a I'm getting calls all the time from people who have cold symptoms and they're panicking because they tested. I said, stop testing. Don't quarantine. And for God's sake, get the masks off of your face. It is psychologically destroying our society and socially in every other way, medically as well. So, no, we're still perpetuating fear because Biden sent out those kits to every American that wanted them. Um, I, I can only say this much. The cold and the flu have always been pretty bad for people who have underlying COPD or heart disease. I mean, they, it can be potentially, right? We all know that every cold and flu season, people can get real sick. And so that's going to happen. So if someone has really got underlying illnesses and they're having trouble breathing and they have a bad cough, you get to see your doctor. Good old-fashioned Zithromax and prednisone does wonders. Um, I haven't had to write a prescription for ivermectin in about three months, okay? It's just, it's just not needed with these new variants, in my opinion. Uh, we always appreciate the information. Uh, Dr. John, have yourself a great weekend. I, I absolutely will. I'm expecting a grandbaby any day now, so I'll be awesome. looking for that to happen. But God bless you guys. All right. Well, congratulations in advance. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, I always appreciate the input from Dr. John. Tell it like it is, and whether it goes against the grain or not, he just gives you the best information he can. What did he say? 33 years of practice, mm-hmm. and he's never seen one. Uh, genitalia, what do they call it, gender ambiguous? Yeah, 33, and doesn't know anybody who has seen one. So, th- so for folks that are, you know, are, are trying to make that part of the argument that, hey, there are some that are, yeah, there you go. It's a fraction of a fraction. So we can sort of eliminate that uh, for people that are trying to argue on behalf of allowing children to undergo a sex change. I, I just, it is... Um, it's frightening, the stuff that the left has come up with. This is not like normal, natural-type stuff. Again, I reiterate, if you're trying to so-called educate, talk to children about anything sexually related, mm-hmm. you're a pervert, you're a groomer, you are trouble, and that's the kind of person that needs to be arrested. 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 745 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks so much for tuning in and supporting what we do. We appreciate it. The weekend is coming. Uh, an insurance company that's doing the right thing. It's great news. I'll share it with you coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.